0: Solar PV Cast by Shift, a podcast exploring solar energy and a role in place in improving our lives and our planet. Here's your host, Chris Palliser.
1: Yes, it is the Solar PV Cast. Thanks for joining us once again. It's brought to you by Shift. We power change for all your solar and energy stored needs. Make sure to visit shift.ca. I am Chris. And when it comes to solar PV, the east coast of Canada, specifically Nova Scotia, is definitely one of the leaders in the country. And that's in large part to the nonprofit organization known as Solar Nova Scotia. Joining us from Solar Nova Scotia is longtime board member and secretary, Dan McKay. Welcome to the Solar PV Cast, Dan.
0: Well, I thank you, Chris. Uh, great to be here. Now,
1: when we do this, I like to kind of set this up with a little context, a little history. Could you tell us about your your personal journey towards solar? When did it kind of, when did the light go off? no pun intended, in, in your mind, that solar could be the way of the future? And, and how did you find your way to solar Nova Scotia?
0: Well, Chris, it, it didn't, uh, frankly. I mean, uh, as a teenager, uh, I was as uh, as interested in alternative energy uh, as anyone. Uh, as a teen, I bought this really great book. Let me see if I can just put my hand on it right. Yeah, one hand. <laughs> as a as a team, I got this really great book uh, published. I think by Mother Earth News, called Soft Tech, and this is all about. Uh, no, sorry, it's published by Coevolution Quarterly in 1978 or 1980 or something. But uh, we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit later, uh, Chris. But like one of the wacky things is that you can go through that through this 40-year-old book, which itself has at the time. 15 and 10 year old technology uh, described in it and say, Hey, that's really cool. I'd really like to do that. That's kind of interesting. And uh, like, for example, you know, there's like four pages in here about, A uh, about a motor that runs on hot water called a nitinol motor, and people, you know, every now and then, you'll someone will come to you and say, "Hey, look, here's this new thing. Look, a nitinol motor runs on hot water." It's like, yeah, that is a cool thing, and you and you bring out the book and show them that is a cool new thing. (laughs) You know, when it was invented in 1957, it was extremely cool, and it still is. Anyway,
1: it's still, you know, you can still relate it to now. Yeah. that book, Softex. So you found this book, you started reading and thought, huh.
0: Well, and that puts me in the scale of uh, the same interest uh, as anyone else. The, 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 I really came to solar in a completely, completely 100% accidental way. Uh, my partner at the time uh, was named Norval Collins. And Norval's a pretty unusual name. There's a place name in Ontario called Norval. Um, There's an artist, a famous indigenous artist named Norval Morrison, but there aren't a lot of Norval's in the world. And a a, a person working for Norval named Joanne Cook uh, was hanging out with the environmental crowd. Uh, And uh, they uh, went for, they were going for, uh, they met at a pub every Friday night every Friday night. We met at a pub every Friday night for 40 years. Anyway, uh, Joanne has no strong objections to bending the elbow, so she was down at the pub um, with the solar guys, and the chair at the time uh, was named Norval uh, Balch, whose dad was a famous uh, photographer in New Brunswick in the uh, 1800s and early 1900s. Anyway, Norval Balch was the chair. And so Joanne came back from the Friday night and said, hey, uh, you know, to her boss, Norval Collins, wouldn't it be cool to have two Norvals uh, at the same table uh, at, at the bar on a, uh, on a Friday night? And everybody said, yeah, that would be cool. And so we joined the Solar Nova Scotia group at the pub the next Friday night. And uh, it was a nice bunch of people. It was an interesting time. And the, the format, Chris, was um, this was 40 years ago. This is before the internet. Uh, this is before Google. This is before web pages. Uh, and and uh, it was not easy to get information about stuff. And so uh, what they had figured out years earlier in the, in the 19, probably the late 1970s, was that they were all spending a great deal of time on the phone explaining what solar energy was to people you know over the phone and so you'd hang up the, you'd spend an hour on the phone with the person hang up phone would ring and you'd talk for another hour with someone else and so this is obviously not tenable because these people were volunteers so um they decided to start a regular um you've heard of lunch and learn well this is this was a solar sup and share and uh so we had supper starting at uh, there i mean we did the same thing for 40 years uh, starting at five o'clock i think at one pub after another because pubs come and go uh, and, uh, until about usually about seven o'clock, sometimes eight, sometimes longer, depending on the number of people and the kind of questions. And people would just share their experiences. Um, people would ask questions, others would listen, others would learn, uh, others would share their experiences or their, or their expertise. And so that's how I got involved, uh, via, via beer and burgers.
1: Amazing. I mean, it's so great that, that, at that time, when it was limited knowledge, you you all found this passion, and you were so committed to
0: it. For forty
1: years, you've been having the the supper.
0: Yeah, well, and, and in the and in the eighties and nineties, there were huge numbers of people there, right? Uh, there, there would be there would be some nights when we would have twenty or thirty people at a gigantically long table at the pub. Uh, it was uh, an amazing wow. experience. Yeah, all thanks and, to the and, sun. And, and, you know, well, you know, and you would say, well, but, you know, there are 20, 30 people. That's, that's cool. But this was every Friday night, right? This is not yeah. a special occasion. This is a very ordinary occasion. And uh, so you kind of got into the habit. And uh, let me tell you, there's something really special about meeting the same group of people at the same time at a pub every week. You, you get uh, to develop a, a particularly intimate relationship with these people.
1: Well, you, you see, you see the more than family and other close friends, you know. Absolutely, one yep, absolutely. week commitment—that's wonderful. So, you, and, so you've been a part of it since nearly the beginning. Uh, what exactly is your role with Solar Nova Scotia?
0: Well, uh, t- two big things. Um, I uh, every um, every society—that is to say, every every organ, every NGO call it every NGO. Needs a certain number of roles. They need someone to who kind of make sure everything gets done. That we decide, you need a bunch of people to help make decisions. Uh, you need someone to keep track of the money, and you need someone to keep track of of what gets said and what gets promised and what uh, and what decisions get made. That position is called the secretary, and that was me. Um, and uh, so, just it just means uh, when you're at a uh, when you're at a meeting. Uh, Someone has to take notes about who said who promised to do what and and what decisions were made, you know, because, you know, you make a decision like, oh, look, we're going to spend two hundred dollars on this radio ad. And then everybody sits around and says, yep, that's a good that's a good choice. You know, all the board decides that. And then uh, and then six months later, you know, we're spending this two hundred dollars. Hey, what the hell? Who decided we're going to spend two hundred dollars? Well, you know, there's a standard way to answer that. Anyway, that's what the secretary does. Um, when the web came along, uh, it, it was a natural transition for me to uh, also become webmaster. Uh, so uh, I've been doing that as well. I would love to shed that role because, it, it uh, Chris, it is the most thankless uh, job uh, of, of anything. It's more thankless than taking uh, notes at meetings. So uh, if someone wants to take over as webmaster, right, because we, with every organization, Chris, you get this thing that's like, oh, we're going to build a web page. We're going to build a web page. Everybody's excited. Everybody chips in. Everybody helps. You spend fifteen thousand dollars. Woo! Web page, and then you have uh, a party to celebrate the new web page. Web page launch party, um, and then two months later, it's okay. Um, you know, we need to put this new piece of information on the website. Uh, who's going to do that? Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then a year later, someone starts complaining that there's no new information on the website, and they're like, "Yeah, you're right. There is no new information. How about if you just give me some?" <laughs> oh, crickets. Uh, anyway, uh, it's a thankless job, gotcha. uh, and uh, uh, it. Uh, but someone has to do it, and so that's that's the nature of, of the job. Awesome, is
1: I'm just thinking of these suppers. You said they're still happening. Can anyone join these suppers? Like, what I guess what is membership for Solar Nova Scotia? How does one become a member, and and do you get to go have a burger and a beer still?
0: <laughs> sure, do. Uh, we uh, when COVID started, we canceled the regular uh, Friday night. Uh, meetings. So we haven't done that again. But if someone wants to get together, uh, we certainly do. Um, the uh, If someone wants to join, uh, all of our contact info is on the website, solarns.ca, uh, running uh, in a cool uh, content manager called Drupal, by the way. Totally recommend it. Go Drupal. Um, and uh, But, you know, this whole thing of getting together because people want information is uh, is gone for two reasons. First of all, there's the big Google. And second of all, um, we now have an abundance of contractors, Chris, that can help you with anything. Uh, you know, and this is what was different. You know, 30 years ago, there were two or three people uh, in the entire province uh, who would be doing uh, contracting, uh, any kind of solar contracting. Uh, there were a couple of people designing homes. There were a couple of people installing thermal and for extremely rich people, um, installing PV.
1: Well, extremely rich. Yeah, of course, back then, 40 years ago, my goodness, the cost of, of, of solar, I think is $115 per watt or something <laughs> in the 70s.
0: There you go. And so you can see why uh, thermal made, there were two things that made a great deal of sense. One was conservation, which of course is a, is a wonderful kind of hippie concept, which has, um, you know, evolved out of the 1960s, conservation. Um, and then conservation got a boost in the nineteen seventies when the world was running out of oil for the first time, um, and uh, and but for environmentally conscious people, Chris, conservation has always been has always been a priority. Um, and so you can see that at one hundred and eighty five dollars a watt, you're going to build a home that doesn't use very much power at all. Uh, that means not running uh, a resistance heating for anything. Uh, and it means, um, you know, collecting thermal, uh, because thermal was relatively cheap, thermal was quite cheap. Now, of course, uh, you know, starting about 12 or 13 or 14 years ago, um, you know, thermal thermal has kind of flat line the cost of thermal is flatline, maybe for the last, who knows, 40 years. And but the cost of PV has just like, and it's just like flatlined at, what would you say? At something like 80 or 90 cents a watt installed?
1: Uh, I, I would hope so. Right now here, I mean, um, where we're at, we're, I think, around 230, forty a watt Oh, um, <laughs> installed. Uh, but it's way less than it was for sure. Which oh, is yeah. Which is why so many people are doing it. And your ROI now on a 25 year system is 10, 11, 12 years, especially with the grants and the federal. Loans well,
0: this, this is homes. this is just it, Chris. I mean, my entire life, you know, uh, I've been helping people calculate uh, the payback period for either thermal, you know, and uh, let's face it, an off uh, an off grid home or a. Uh, uh, or a home specifically built to collect solar energy and and be thrifty about it, um, you know, it's going to cost a little bit more. So my my entire life up until about five or six years ago has been convinced convincing people that although the payback period is twenty or thirty years, you know, uh, you know, maybe you're going to be in your home that long, maybe think of your grandchildren. Think of your children and grandchildren and saving the planet for them. And all these you know, ways of twisting people's arms to get yeah, them to yeah. buy uh, solar stuff. Okay, what happened four years ago? Uh, we got a bunch of uh, rebates. We got a bunch of uh, financing options. The price of solar came down uh, dramatically. And so all of a sudden, you know, starting, how many years ago was it? Like three years ago? All of a sudden you put in a PV system and it starts making more money than it costs that month. Yeah, right? It's, it's, yeah. it's like, unreal. it's like the, uh, the entire reason, my, my entire sales, cause I did do sales for a while. I did uh, I did installation for a while. I did sales for a while, um, <laughs> you know, this entire sales pitch, you know, has changed from a long, thoughtful, heartfelt conversation across a kitchen yeah. table to shut up and take my money. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, that's the beautiful thing of it. It's not even a sales pitch now. You literally just put the information in front of people.
0: That's all you
1: do. And they, and they see that it makes sense, which is really exciting. What is it specifically that Solar Nova Scotia does? Like uh, the mantra, the goal uh, as an organization. Is it still really focused on just educating the public?
0: Uh, we are kind of in transition. Uh, certainly, we've been we've been doing education uh, for most of our time. Uh, we are thinking of becoming a little bit more representative of the um, of of the of the industry of the installation industry, um, but that's that's there's nothing decided on that. Uh, the, uh, and one of the things, because we've been around so long is that we have this immense amount of credibility with everyone, with everyone. Right. And so, uh, you can go to the government and they're like, yeah, we want to hear what solar Nova Scotia says. And you can go to the, yeah. we these review, review, board and they go, yeah, well, if solar Nova Scotia says it, it's probably true. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, uh, we are held in very, very high regard by industry, um, and uh, for for a, a bunch of at people, the
1: table. a seat at and the table, and we have a seat at, we, with anything.
0: Yeah, Chris, we have a seat at every table. It's a very enviable position
1: in every pub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah,
1: yeah, that's great. I mean, that's how I found out about you guys, and, and I thought you know we need to get these guys on the Solar PV cast because any any time you put the words solar and Nova Scotia in any sort of search platform. The first thing that comes up is solar nova scotia and being a non-profit organization that's wonderful and and like you said that speaks to the credibility um that you guys provide
0: wow well, it also speaks to uh, us having had a uh, website uh since very shortly after the web was invented uh because one of the other things one of the other things that i've did was uh help build the internet in nova scotia and canada right so uh okay. we get those this is a solar nova scotia has been a uh, a volunteer job for everyone uh, all this time no one has ever gotten paid ever wow uh, it was your passion and, and it would be great if that changed and we're thinking wouldn't it be great to have an executive director at some point but uh, no the whole organization has been run by uh, what we call a working board and in ngo in ngo talk uh ngo means non-governmental organizations in ngo talk that means um that means a a, bo- a board that doesn't just sit back and make decisions and pay someone to realize them. It means right. a board that gets out there. And if someone says, well, I think we should talk to the deputy minister, it means that one of us talks to the deputy minister.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: Uh, so and so, uh, you know, uh, we've been volunteer all this time. And, uh, you know, my paid job was building the internet. And so as soon as we had, um, as soon as, as soon as the internet was up, and so as soon as, uh, www was created. Uh, we had a web page up, and well, you know, obviously that that the uh, the longevity of that web page speak uh, feeds the C, uh, the search engine optimization engines.
1: Right. Yeah. Of course. I mean, and and anyone in Nova Scotia, I can imagine, who wants to go solar and you know want to make wants to make sure they're getting the right information, they're going to go to you guys first because you know you're not a business installer. You're not trying to get money from them. You're just trying to show them the way right speaking of of you know you guys being a part of the internet early on i know that you did a a very cool project a solar home inventory uh project uh that you know you're quite proud of and it lists at the time most of
0: the solar installs in nova scotia is that correct no it was a tiny sliver um okay the goal was to get a significant number the goal was to get like 75 or eighty percent and we and we did a thing we had a solar spotting contest um, and people um, took pictures and sent in sent in the uh, coordinates of you know whatever whatever coordinates they had uh, of various homes and we entered them in a contest and they someone won something but this is all 25 oh, years ago I forget the details. Yeah. And then I built a data, an online database of it. Very cool. And the, there were two goals for this thing, uh, Chris. The first was uh, to sh- to have a showcase showing that solar worked. And of course, these were all uh, these were all solar uh, therm, mostly solar thermal, but also, you know, we, really we were we were talking about any uh, low carbon solution to you know domestic living. Um, so people could identify these things. <clears throat> And so one goal was to show that these low, this low-carbon living worked, uh, and the other was uh, to um, – it was going to be a, a project to calculate how much the solar people in Nova Scotia um, – how much carbon they didn't put in the atmosphere. Uh, you know, this was 25 years ago. And we were thinking about carbon at the time. And so what we could do is we collected enough information – let me think about this. We collected enough information to calculate uh, how much carbon, how many, how many megajoules per year uh, this typical house would use if it was an ordinary house. And then we collected enough information. We collected the information on how much, the, how many, how many, how much energy this house actually used. And so obviously we can see there's a delta there. And we're going to add up the deltas and then multiply by, you know, the factor of how many houses we had in Nova Scotia and say, okay, here's how many millions of tons of carbon Nova, solar Nova Scotians are not putting in the atmosphere this, you know, every year. That's a pretty good, pretty cool project, don't you think? Yes. Totally, now, yeah. We Especially never, we never. Five years
1: ago when nobody was really, wasn't even a, a glint in the eye of mainstream.
0: Yeah. And, and so we, uh, really, uh, you know, um, the whole organization, Chris has not been really focused on solar per se. It's been focused on carbon, on carbon emission lowering since like 1978. It, it hasn't been solely about uh, energy efficiency. Um, it, it hasn't been solar, you know, entirely about solar. It's been, it's really, all, we've been about carbon footprint since forever. And uh, to that end, uh, the, uh, one of the original people named uh, Don Roscoe, uh, in the 1970s, was designing greenhouses. And the green, this may not be obvious to you at all, but greenhouses are really freaking hard to build. Like a greenhouse that does not self-destruct, uh, that works and does not self-destruct, and does not turn into an easy-bake oven uh, in August is unbelievably difficult to, to design oh, really? I had and no yeah, idea. I know I had no idea uh, but then I learned and so Don this guy Don Roscoe was doing these and in uh, and in fact we we created uh, the solar greenhouse design manual back in 1979 something like that and then Don realized that once we had once we had the heating and cooling and heat storage uh, and distribution problems for a greenhouse solved a house was easy. <laughs> So, so Don just flipped over to designing homes that oh. – um, and and so he also created these things called Rosker Rules. So he designed a home that, uh, cons- first of all, conserves energy. So these were super insulated homes that were better than our 2000 homes in 19, 1980. Uh, super, super insulated. They did not waste a crumb of en- energy. Uh, they, so literally um, – uh, if you're in, if you're in BC, this makes no sense to you, but a typical home in Nova Scotia would, if you were heating it with wood, typically you would heat it with, uh, oh, a, a, a reasonably tight home in Nova Scotia with four or five or six cords of wood in a winter. Uh, Don built, Don's d- home, homes had a little tiny wood stove, the size of, the size of a bread box. Um. And that thing could heat keep the place toasty over winter uh with less than one quart of wood. Okay. Wow. So, uh so that uh that's one thing. So conserving energy, mm-hmm. and then they collect energy, um, which actually is the easy part, right? The easy part is just is you just put up a window, a window on the solar on the sun. You right. put up the window on the, side, yeah. on the south side of the house and sun comes in. Uh However, that doesn't heat the north side of the house. So you need a system to distribute the energy around the house. And also at night, you want your house to stay warm. So uh, there's a storage system built into this. So anyway, this house did all all, all of those things. Uh, So uh, And uh, there were were hundreds of those built. Um, And this was the first solar home that worked in a northern climate. This was a remarkable thing that we designed that in Nova Scotia. And that book uh, got reprinted in multiple languages. And so we wrote a book. And the next book was all about building a house. And in theory, uh, using that book and a a home designer and an engineer, you could build your own home. Now, you can't do that anymore. This is a sad thing that we've lost. No one can build their own house anymore. Um, In
1: terms of uh, permitting and... and
0: It's it's not just that, but uh, it's... um, Usually, you need a chunk of money uh, to start building the house, and and like bridge loan, bridge, bridge financing, right? And the upshot is, you can't get a loan or a mortgage on a house that you're building yourself. It's impossible. So if you've got a big block of money, right? How much the house is going to cost you? It's going to cost you, you know, land going to cost you, say, hundred thousand dollars. House going to cost you hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars. You know, unless you have that in the bank, you're going to need to get a loan, and you can't do that anymore. Right? If you're building a house yourself, it's sad. Um, and in fact, to make things worse, uh, in the 1970s, uh, CMHC used to actually help you do this, right? They would have there, there's a there's a subdivision here in 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 just outside of Halifax that everybody who lived in the subdivision they built it. So there was a plumber living there, and he did the he built he did the plumbing for all the houses in that house, and people learned how to be plumbers and and carpenters and finished carpenters and bricklayers. And it's, it must sound, Chris, to you like a utopian dream of people, of a whole community of people building their own homes, right? But we did it. It We did it because it was allowed and because he supported it. Yeah, now, no, that's cool. Now, not so much. No, and, and yeah. So we wrote this book called... Uh, I don't have a, I think I have a copy of it here. No, I don't. Um, I loaned them all out and someone didn't return them. Grr. Uh, uh, I
1: mean, it's great because that speaks to you know, how Solar Nova discussion came to be, right? It was a group of people with a a common goal in mind and not necessarily just solar, solar PV, but how can we do this better? How can we lower our carbon footprint? How can we build a home better, which, which really is solar PV. It's, you know, how, how are you doing it better? How are you trying to live a better life?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and, and uh, that's par- part of it, but um, you know, Chris, I've worked with, uh, with these people uh, my whole life. And uh, of course in my head, they're, they're in categories and there's this huge chunk of just people who are idealists and just want to make the world a better place. And they want to leave the better, the world, a better place for their children. Um, and you know, if you, if you, uh, if you say, here's a way you can do it, uh, people will pay attention to that.
1: And, and I completely agree, and it's great that more, I think, more and more of the population is heading that way. The the great thing, and I think part of the reason we can't deny that solar PV specifically is having a boom right now is because financially it makes sense, and as much as we want to deny it, the world does rely on or, or revolve around money, and, and so I think that's that's part of the big boom, but it's, it's so refreshing to hear that perspective, you know, that, that is still a motivating factor for Solar Nova Scotia and, and people in general.
0: Well, when I was doing sales, of course, when you do sales, as soon as you walk into someone's house, you, you try to figure out which of the boxes people fit into. And so, uh, you know, as you, as you said, there's a, a bar, there's a bunch of people who are just interested in it financially. And then you say, okay, well, let's calculate the, the years for the return on investment for this thing. And next group of people in terms of numbers, uh, I would say are uh, the idealists uh, who are like, I want to make the world a better place. I want to show my grandchildren that I am doing my part so that the earth is not burning by the time they are adults. Yeah. You know? And that's a chunk of people, Chris, and they're, and, they're, yeah. and they're charming people. And you can see these are the same people that, uh, that were these beautiful, not hippie-like, but beautifully idealistic people. Um, who supported Solar Nova Scotia for so long before the switch flipped and we became, uh, and PV became practical. Third group of people uh, are people who hate the utilities um, and right. want to give at least, a, 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 the least amount of money possible to, uh, to the utilities, uh, which is, you know, look at uh, Chris, if that's your motivation and I'm selling you something, That's a great motivation. I hate utilities too.
1: Well, and speaking of Nova (laughs) Scotia, your rates are going up, what, 14%
0: over two years or something? And they'll always go up. They'll always go up. And uh, so, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, absolutely. Oh, those utilities are gouging you. Yeah, okay, this is me with my sales hat on. (laughs) Uh, And the fourth group of people, Chris, are crazy. The crazy people. (laughs) And uh, uh, God bless their souls, crazy people with deep pockets. uh, They're lovely customers. (laughs) Uh, uh, I had a customer. uh, No, this wasn't a customer. This is someone who built their own, uh, their own solar home, which was insanely well insulated. It was, um, it was a double wall, two independent walls. It has a funny name, name, I can't remember what it is, with space in between them thermal storage, um, geothermal, uh, heat being drawn into the, into the, into the house. Um, and the reason was that he was allergic to 60 cycle current and his partner was alert, couldn't sleep in a home with an open flame. Wow. Okay. So no electricity yeah. and no flame inside the house. So, what did the house have to do? The house had to stay warm on the coldest, windiest nights uh, of a Nova Scotia winter, which is pretty cold and windy, and it did yeah. he, he bragged He bragged that uh, on a cold night on a minus uh, say a minus ten or minus fifteen night that the temperature of the house would drop one degree from sundown to sunup. Hmm. Wow. so anyway uh, and and, and uh, I can tell you lots of more uh, stories about lots more eccentric people. But uh, God bless the people uh, with deep wallets, uh, because they help technology happen.
1: There you go. I, your point of view, um, Dan, talking with Dan McKay from uh, Solar Nova Scotia, secretary and board member. What's your, what gets you excited about lowering your carbon, if that's what it is, or solar PV? Why do you keep doing what you're doing, other than the burger and beers with the good people? <laughs>
0: Uh, it's just a good thing to do, Chris. Uh, it's it's. Uh, I'm in the uh, leave the planet in a in a better place than I entered it uh, school, uh, and uh, so there's got to be um, you know we we've done that we've done this huge great job of it we've we've educated uh, tens or hundreds of thousands of people uh, over the over the forty years uh, we have shown people that it is uh, practical and enjoyable uh, to. Um, to live, uh, you know, n- not necessarily off grid, but with an extremely low carbon footprint. Um, we had this fantastic. Uh, we had a huge solar conference in uh, Halifax uh, twenty years ago. Solar Nova Scotia ran this thing. Um, it was called Rise and Shine Two Thousand. It was the it was the it was the Canadian it was the Canadian National Solar Conference that year. And uh, there was uh, one of the speakers. Uh, told us told was telling us about being off grid and and he said like you still have to have a nice life you know you and your partner and your kids have to have a nice life you can't um you know if you if you need uh if you need to blow your hair dry for 15 minutes every morning with an electric hair dryer uh in order to have a nice day you can't say no you can't do that all right you have you have to figure out what system you need to make to have a nice life. You can't be miserable in the name of of solar. So and of course, he was bald. So he said, like, (laughs) for me, it's not that big an issue. Uh, But uh, we uh, the so that that, that, those the two things and one of the uh, elements of the Don Roscoe homes is that they fit your lifestyle and they fit so every single Don Roscoe home is is built for the, for the, the for the client with the client's needs. And so for instance, but they're all, they have certain principles. They're all built for the clients to be there until they die, which might sound a bit grim, but what that means is, is that wall switches and doorknobs are all at rolling height, not at walking height, right? Because at some point oh, yeah. um, the, uh, the the buildings all have uh, everything that you need on the ground floor, uh, which is accessible if you're in a real, in, if you're rolling, um and they are always two stories, but the idea is that someone's gonna be living with you and uh, who can go up and down stairs. Mm-hmm. Um and uh uh so and they're all they all fit the you know, uh the uh, the lot that they're put on. Um and generally we would encourage people to to find a south facing lot so that a south facing lot with a really beautiful view, which you might say, well, that's kind of a tall order, but you know what, in Nova Scotia we have an awful lot of property uh, that faces south, looks gorgeous over a lake or a um, over a lake or or the ocean itself. And uh, one of the one of the things that we built into it, just so that you get a sense of of kind of integration of things, is that if you have a lake to the south of you, you'll get solar energy coming from the sun, obviously, but you'll also get a bounce of UV off the lake onto your house. Uh, Bounce effect, it's, and so you, you you collect not twice, but you collect another huge chunk of energy uh, from that. So not only do you get this really great view, but you also get another uh, chunk of energy coming into the house, which then has to be stored. Otherwise, if it's not stored, a house gets cold at night. B house overheats during the day.
1: There you go. I had uh, on our last podcast a gentleman from Calloway, and he talked about people do not think about the snow bounce, is what he called it. Right, yeah, exactly. No bounce being you're getting a lot of light bouncing off that snow, which is contributing to your, your winter production.
0: Right, you know, and so we can cool. see there's certain certain circumstances where uh, uh, double-sided PV panels are, are extremely practical.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, well, Dan, I mean the future, the future of Solar Nova Scotia. You guys are going to continue growing, and, and what does that look like in, from your perspective?
0: Well, one of the things that we've been for um, – Quite a few years, probably ten or fifteen years, anyway. As we have published a directory of solar installers, uh, and uh, so it's a uh, uh, membership in Solar Nova Scotia is very very inexpensive, and uh, so anyone who is selling anything solar related or energy lowering related, or uh, uh, you know, uh, carbon carbon lowering carbon emission lowering related. Uh, is can be a member and go to our website solaranus.ca and uh, you can enter what you're looking for and your geographic area and an extremely clever database uh, online database
1: I Wonder was <laughs> <is> behind that
0: <laughs> extremely clever database will show you only companies that sell that thing in that well it's organized by county uh, sell that thing in that county uh, so We've been doing that for, for a very long time, and uh, that's been, you know, one of the services that we give to our uh, to our corporate members this ability for people to find them. Um, so uh, I think, and that we've, and the other thing that we've been doing a lot is we've been doing advocacy. Um, it turns out, actually, we this is this is me just thinking out loud. It turns out that um doing advocacy and doing things that are good for uh for installers for the, for the industry also turns out to be a, a great thing for uh, you know all, all of the government policies and stuff that we would be lobbying for that are good for installers are also good for the public and so you know for uh, for most of our history we've been mostly a um a solar domestic solar user organization um you know and the uh, and being an industry uh, or association really is not such a distraction from that.
1: Yeah, wonderful. So the future looks bright. <laughs>
0: <Again>. Hey. <laughs> but that's the first time you said that on yeah, on the air today. Yeah,
1: no kidding, hey. Yeah, well, I mean, it's great that we have Solar Nova Scotia. Um, Obviously, our major sponsor is Shift, and they're an installer. And, of course, for every installer in Nova Scotia, you know, what the work you're doing is paving a way for them to be able to help people and and help speed up the transition and move people along that adoption curve so that solar will one day just be mainstream. And, And five years from now, it'll just be on newly built homes and, you know, and so you guys have have paved the way you've been a part of that ever since that first meeting at that pub when you thought, hey, these people are cool. I'm going to stick around. <laughs> so That's thank it. thank you for doing that work and, and thank you for joining the Solar PV cast. I feel like we covered some great things and I feel like there's a few more episodes in our future.
0: Uh, absolutely are. Uh, Chris, I would encourage you to uh, talk to some of the some of the other pioneers Uh, who uh, have absolutely fascinating perspectives on things.
1: And uh, that fourth category, we got to get someone from the crazy on, as you said.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh, I can give you some references.
1: (laughs) Dan, thank you very much for joining the Solar PV Cast today.
0: My pleasure. The Solar PV Cast by Shift with Chris Palliser. To begin your solar journey, visit shift.ca.